0: welcome to the ceo of destiny podcast where you will find the tools to fulfill the purpose of your generation and wildly succeed in the marketplace now your host andre j benjamin What's going on everyone? Welcome to the CEO of Destiny Podcast. I'm your host Andre J. Benjamin and I'm excited, delighted, and enthusiastic to bring you another episode of this podcast. What an amazing season we find ourselves in where we can utilize tools like the internet, the channel of channels to be able to connect to other channels and individuals and ideas and information. Do people call it the World Wide Web, the information highway? Do people call it The www. or http backslash backslash. That's how we used to have to log on. But in any case, welcome to this episode. This episode, I'm going to be talking about the ability to activate your gifting. Why is activating your gifting important? Because if you don't understand what your point of difference and what it is that you bring to the market to solve as a problem, then you are wasting your time and spending your wills. So I want to encourage you. I was checking out 2 Kings chapter 4, dealing with the prophet Elijah. And the Bible talks about Elijah. Elisha. I always got to say the shah, Elisha. He was the successor of Elijah. And he walks into a widow's home. And the widow is coming to him saying, Hey, one of the sons of the prophets, basically one of your partners, one of your homies, one of your friends, Uh, one of your companions, your amigos, the people that you used to have at your school because they had prophetic schools at the time. The Bible talks about Samuel had established prophetic schools in different cities and Elijah had followed that model and he had a successor named Elisha who he gave a double portion of the grace and the power and the favor and the anointing on his life. And so Elisha finds himself being confronted by someone who was uh, wife, the widow of one of the former prophets that has been passed away now, and she says, um, I'm in debt now, and the creditors are coming, they're knocking on the door, we don't have a means of income, we don't have a way to provide for our family, now that the breadwinner is gone, now that the covering, now that the father, the source is gone. And Elisha says to her, what is it that you want me to do for you? Because she says, now my, they say they're going to take our, my sons away uh, so he says, what, what what can I do for you? Or what is it you want, basically? And then what do you have in your house? I think these are two powerful questions. I want to say them correctly. So let's look exactly at the question. So what he says to her. He says, he asked her the question. Now, there was a certain woman, verse 1 of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. So she's like, this is a righteous man. And the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves. Uh, Two in scripture a lot of times represents the number of relationship. So it's saying that they're coming to um, steal the relationships that matter the most to her. And Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? So he's saying, what do you want? And tell me, what do you have in your house? Two powerful questions. So I believe God is asking you that question today. When you're in a financial bond, you find yourself in an economic challenge and you don't understand what to do. God says, what do you want me to do for you and what is it that you have in your house? So doing an inventory, taking time to assess clarity is power. Taking time to assess what exactly it is that you're looking for. Some people Uh, there's so many people that want to help you but they don't know how to help you I found that in my life the clearer I I am on my objective and what it is I'm trying to do the more easily it is that people are able to navigate and come forth and help me the less clear I am the more vague ambiguous confusing uh, run on sentences long words too many details, losing people, where they give you that, they're checking their watch, they're falling asleep, they're telling you they gotta go to another appointment when they had just told you a moment before that their day was free and clear. That is all indicators that you're not being clear enough. I'm not being clear enough. So what shall I do for you is the question that we all have to be clear on when we come to God. is God, I wanna know what my heart's desire is. The Bible says the spirit makes intercession with deep groans and utterings that words cannot express. And I think when we spend time praying in the spirit, all of a sudden we gain a clarity for when we pray in our um, earthly language or our native language, right? So what do you want and what do you have in your house? Now, let's take an assessment and say, what is it that's in our house? What do we have at our disposal? Not what don't we have, not what are we lacking, but what do we have? What's available to us to use? What is knowledge base that we have that we can gain um, an advantage on? What is something we can sell? What is some skills that we've learned? What are some experiences we've had? What is some wisdom we've accumulated? What are some relationships that we have with other people that could be helpful to us, right? So he said, she said, um, your servant, your maid servant has nothing in the house except a jar of oil. Verse 3 of Second Kings chapter 4 says, then he said, go borrow vessels at large for yourself from all your neighbors. Even empty vessels. So he's saying, Go get empty vessels from your neighbors. Do not get a few. So he's saying, Get a lot of empty vessels from your neighbors. Take the ones you have, take the oil you have, and go get vessels. So oil in scripture represents energy, anointing, power, right? We use oil for fuel. So he's like, What's the little, the, she's like, I have nothing but a little bit of fuel. Then he said, Go borrow your neighbor's empty vessels and do not get a few. And then he tells her, specific instructions and he said you shall go in and shut the door behind you and your sons so he's saying get your sons involved in the work you and your sons get them to work that they may be young but when you go and you borrow what are they borrowing for well let's figure out what they're borrowing for so he says go and borrow Um, and he says take the oil that you have the little bit of fuel the empty and take these empty vessels that you borrow from people go get a lot of them now shut the door this deals with focus this deals with intensity to being deliberate and intentional to take that inventory of what's in your home and then all of a sudden get to a place of when you go and you borrow you're borrowing to go produce something you're not borrowing to consume you're borrowing to produce people get pre-approved for money that comes in the mail or you know it's really debt pre-approved for debt but people get debt to consume people go and get uh, loans from the bank and different people to do what to buy more stuff that they're going to consume not stuff that is going to help them to produce an asset right so he says uh and you shall go in shut the door behind you and your sons and pour in out into all these vessels and you shall set aside what is left Wow, uh, i lost my place. And you shall set aside what is full. So he's saying, pour the little bit of fuel that you have into these vessels and watch what happens. So she went and she was obedient to him from him and shut the door behind her and her sons. So they went to focus, went to work, putting those vessels, pouring that oil. Uh, they were bringing the vessels to her and she poured. And it came about when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not one vessel more. And the oil stopped. So the oil stopped based upon the number of vessels that she had, which is interesting because the more that she would have, the more neighbors she could have went to, the more vessels she would have had available. This miracle of the multiplication of oil came from the momentum that was her and her sons taking the word of God that the word of the Lord had spoke to her, doing that inventory of what they had, getting clear on what it is that they wanted. They wanted to get out of debt and discontentment. They wanted to get out of this fearful, dreadful situation where they did not have a source anymore but they really did have a source it was God the husband was a resource but he was seen as a source because in that culture as a female she was solo and she had her husband she had her husband before and now he had passed away and now she had her sons that weren't of age enough to as she had figured help her out but now Elisha changes that paradigm and says go back close the door listen to this word from God and get it done so she does And it says, then in verse 7, she came and told the man of God, and he said, go, sell the oil. Now go do commerce with what it is that's in your household and pay your debt. So now get rid of the mortgage that's been placed upon your future because debt is a mortgage on our future. It's a mortgage on our life. Time is the most valuable thing we have next to our health and uh, the presence of God, the voice of the Lord. So the earthly resource and the currency we have of time. Whatever we have in our life, it's what we spend time on. And whatever we don't have in our life is the things we're not willing to spend time on. So this powerful word that is given to her from Elisha is a game changer. So she goes and he says, sell the oil and pay the debt and you and your sons can live on the rest. He's saying, get rid of the debt and live on the rest. Now you have an abundance of resources that not only get out of the debt, but start a life all over again. This is a powerful principle. There is a jar of oil that is in your house. There is a grace, an anointing, and a, 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 a skill set. And if you don't have the, um, you might have, we all have a gift because the Bible talks about, you know, let you, your gift will make room for you and bring you before kings. And um, the Bible talks about your skills added onto our gifts. Do you see a skillful person? They will not serve in obscurity, but before kings. So, We must do an inventory on ourselves to see what's available. We must get clear on what it is that we want from the Lord. We must be aware and have a level of self-awareness of our situation. Because some of us, are the creditors have been at our doors and they've taken our sons, meaning there's a mortgage on our children. They have um, massive, exorbitant amounts of student loans. Um, all kinds of consumer debt, because we may not have taught them the financial principles that keep them free from the encumbrance of this uh, system of Pharaoh and Caesar that tries to Lord over them economically. But God says there's a freedom that comes. There's mercy in the time of need. And when we come to the throne of grace with boldness and clarity and say, Lord, I recognize I have borrowed and I did not repay. You said the wicked borrow and do not repay. I repent for not repaying what I've borrowed. Father, give me grace as I go to the people that I owe and I go to them in humility and I say, hey, wait a minute, I need to make amends with you. What is it that I can pay? I can pay you $5 a week. I can pay you $10 a month. I can pay you whatever it is, what you can do, not what you can't do. Um, Please forgive me for avoiding you. This is what I can do. I got over, I'm overextended right now and be consistent and faithful with it and watch what happens. Now, at the same time that you're paying the minimum amount that you, because you've made peace with them, now you also go and you do an inventory on what it is that you have. And God says, you have this. You have stuff in your house that's just sitting there that needs to be sold. Clothing you no longer wear. Recipe, a skill to cook. Uh, ability to fix things. So people can uh, charge you to do that. Um, you could charge people for to, to, um, to come and fix things that you know how to fix. You can teach a class online. There's online courses. There's places like, um, uh, what are these different websites? Go and look at lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A, or these different websites that allow for you to get on and teach an online course. Go on and figure out what it is that you can skill share. There's different ones that are available that you can get online and teach and charge a meager fee to bless others. Um, So figure out and become preoccupied with the needs and desires, and the wants, and the problems of other people, and solving them, and adding value to others. When the sun sets, we should ask the question, who did I add value to? That is going to help you gain clarity on what it is you're gifted on, because it's not just about discovering your gifting, or rediscovering your gifting, but it's about knowing how you can add value to others, and you will break the back of poverty, break the back of scarcity, break the back of fear, financial encumbrance, strain, anxiety about the future, but you will have a clarity, a boldness, and excitement to be able to seize the day. So I hope this episode was useful. If it was, please drop us a line, do us a favor, go on to iTunes and give us a review subscribe to this podcast spread the word say hey my life was impacted greatly I was revolutionized by the information uh, if the if the information was not useful and you found this a horrible podcast let's keep it our secret so tune in next time to the podcast go to log on at www. wow. did I really say that must have been from the joke earlier go and log on to ceoofdestiny.com and Go and get the free resource we have available. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear some things that are stirring in your heart, how we can make the podcast better, how we can get better and better, and how we can increase in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. So until next time, thank you for listening to the episode. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance towards you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord grant you shalom that comes from walking with the risen Messiah, Yeshua. Jesus. We thank you for these things, Father, in Yeshua's name. Shalom. (laughs) Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do us a favor. If this was useful in any way for you, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews will allow others to easily discover the podcast. If you'd like more information and to receive a free download, rediscover your destiny, go to ceoofdestiny.com. Thanks again, and tune in next time.